So the Harbs 8-8 eight eight thing, I get a lot of people want to blame the head coach. And after his press conference uh, after Sunday, he said, blame me, not the players. And I said, cool, I'll, I'll blame you. You want the blame, I'll give it to you. It rolls uphill. You know, it goes both ways. You get all the blame, you get all the credit. Well, when you win the Super Bowl, you go to five straight playoff appearances, three AFC championship games, you get all the credit, you get the extension, your quarterback gets 120 mil, it's really three for 62. But when it goes bad, you get the blame. But there should be a limit on the level of blame one levies on a head coach who, by the way, does have that resume. Eight and eight, listen, there are guys in this business, maybe not necessarily in Baltimore, because we are a fairly friendly media here. I mean, this is not, we, I say this all the time, this is not New York, this is not LA, it's not DC, it's not Boston, it's certainly not Philly. We do not cannibalize our own here in Baltimore. It's a nice thing. You can get away with more here in Baltimore as a sports figure, as a head coach, than you will in other major markets. I've been saying that for years here. And, and I know that I can be accused of, and it's just a show, I'm a really sweet, sweet man in person, of being a loudmouth and opinionated and arrogant and cocky and mean and angry and ranting and raving. And, uh, uh, need to remind people I'm doing a show. I put on a show every night. But an 8-8 eight eight season for me, Glenn Eunice, is not enough. An 8-8 eight eight season for me, Glenn Eunice, after a Super Bowl, after back-to-back AFC Championship appearances, after five straight years in the playoffs, and after five straight wins in the postseason. And I don't care if you can attribute every single one of those to Ray and Reed or every single one solely because it's John Harbaugh, or every single one solely because it's Ozzie Newsome, or every single one because Baltimore is just lucky to have good football, or every single one based on fantastic ownership, Modell and Bashadi. But I seem to spread that, spread that credit and that blame around. 8-8 eight and eight is not enough for me to jump out the window. Do I think Coach John Harbaugh, who is the head coach and who said blame me, not the players, gets his fair share of the blame? Thousand percent, of course. So do you. And if you think that there is anyone who is either fully to blame or should get all the credit for them being good, it's not how it works. Takes a village. We know that. But if you're asking me to divvy up the blame at 410-583-1057, I'm going to give a fair share to Coach John Harbaugh. Do you want me to give him the blame or do you want me to critique where I think this team could get better? Because there are two very different questions. People want to attribute blame. That's cool. It's Juan Castillo's fault. Get him out of here. Does that make you feel better? I mean, does is that, is that, that make you feel better? Do I think Juan Castillo affected in a negative way some of the chemistry here in Baltimore? No question about it. You'd be blind not to, not to see it. And it's not just because other people on the station talk about it. It's because I get information from the guys that actually play football. That there were some coaching struggles going on in the Owings Mills Under Armour Performance Center. Is that fair to say, Greg, that there were struggles going on between some players and coaches? And by the way, I don't know what picture one paints in their head when thinking about professional football and coaches versus players, but I've been doing this long enough now, local, national, and everywhere in between, to get an idea of what fans think of players versus coaches. And in their head, it's mostly like gym teacher versus toddler on the playground on a jungle gym. Most fans believe that players are kids and they are told what to do and they fall in line, and the coaches are the guy wearing the tight spandex gym shorts with the line down the side and a whistle around their neck. And it ain't like that at the pro level. They're men versus men having discussions about a very competitive physical sport. So if there is friction, and there was, amongst coaches to coaches, players to players, players to coaches, coaches to players, I urge you not to freak out about that, jump out the window on that, 
or make more of it than what it is because in every business here at CBS Radio Baltimore, randombusiness.com, or the NFL Baltimore Ravens Under Armour Performance Center, there is going to be conflict, controversy, drama. There's also going to be high five celebratory wins and sales uh, where people get a big sales bonus. Okay? Every business. The NFL is a business. It's a business. It's a business, man. And that business is a billion-dollar business. And when there are billions of dollars at stake as a whole and millions individually, there's going to be friction. Don't make it out to be World War III, okay? It's not WW3 at the Owings Armor Performance Facility, whatever the hell that place is called. Eight and eight. Eight and eight. Eight and eight ain't great. But it's not fire the whole lot of them bad. Eight and eight is what the Jets were. That may that may freak you out a little bit, but it shouldn't make you want a clean house. That's knee-jerk reaction. Really, take out the word knee. That's just a jerk reaction. 